When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on? What do you say? Hey, Bob the Canadian just joined there. I know he has to work today, but hey, thanks so much for the shout out. If this is your first time here, my name is Brent. This is American English with this guy. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. For about an hour, I will be talking about Black Friday here in the United States. You can ask your questions about Black Friday, or you can ask your questions about learning English or American culture. So... I take all kinds of questions. We're definitely not as big as Bob the Canadian is. So you Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. You can just leave your questions in the chat and I will do my best to answer them. Do want to give a huge shout out though, Bob the Canadian. I think most people are probably here from Bob the Canadian's channel, but just in case you're not, you know, check his channel out. It's awesome. Say hello to a couple people here. Freddie Wolf from France is here. Luke from Poland. I hope it's not too cold for you. How are you? Germany's in the house. Maria. Maria from Argentina is here. Mega from India. I'm sorry that your Wi-Fi isn't working out that well. Hey, wait. Watt Watt's here. Welcome. Welcome. So, hey, the mode's here. Look at that. So what I want to do is talk a little bit about what Black Friday is and the English that I'm going to use is hopefully going to be slow enough that you can actually work on your English comprehension as I speak. And then you can just ask questions right in the chat if something is unclear. Well, first time you joined, I'm so glad you're here. So glad you're here. Yeah, Freddie Wolf, let me talk about that a little bit before we get into Black Friday. Yesterday was Thanksgiving. I did a live lesson on Thanksgiving a couple days ago. And then I put another lesson up on the channel about how my family celebrates Thanksgiving. I filmed it right before everybody came over. So the table was all set, talked about butter dishes things like that, important things. But yesterday, my family came over. We had about 13, 
at my house and it went off without a hitch. So if something works out really well, if there were no problems, you can say it went off without a hitch. And that's what happened yesterday. We had some turkey. We had too much food. I overate. I talked about overeating in that live lesson. My belly is a little bigger today. I might have to go on an extra walk a little later. But things went pretty well yesterday. One thing I forgot to mention, a tradition, a Thanksgiving tradition at my house with my family is that we have on a dog show. Every year for Thanksgiving, one of the television stations, I think it's NBC, shows a dog show. And what they do is they bring out, English phrasal verb, they bring out all of these dogs and they judge which one is the best. Yeah. United States, America. Kind of weird, huh? Mary Pose. Did I pig out yesterday? Um, I didn't pig out during dinner because I don't like Thanksgiving dinner as much as I like the appetizers. So my wife, did I put it on Instagram? If I didn't, she made this plate. I didn't put it on Instagram. She made this plate with meat and grapes and cheeses and vegetables. And my sister brought over some deviled eggs, brought over, English phrasal verb. So I ate a lot. I pigged out on the appetizers and I didn't have any room for Thanksgiving dinner. My belly was too full. So what I did was I pigged out on the appetizers. I took a break during dinner. I got a smaller portion for dinner. And then guess what? I pigged out on desserts after. That's how Thanksgiving went down at my house. So that was my Thanksgiving. What is this question here, Rachel? Could you please tell me the history of Thanksgiving? So a couple days ago, I did a live lesson and I went over the history of Thanksgiving. Pilgrims, Native Americans were involved, the Mayflower. Check out that live lesson. It's one of the first things I talk about. And um, Mode left a really good comment on the video. Basically, I don't know if that history is true. That's what we are taught as children. And it could be a myth. It could be a made up story, but check that out if you, if you would. Yes. If this is your first time here, my name is Brent and this is American English with this guy. Yeah. Right there. So I'll put that at the bottom today. I'll be answering your questions about learning English and American culture. So just drop those questions right in the chat. But just so we get to know everybody, you know, what, what country are you from? There are some people in here, I already know the country, but we might have some new viewers from Bob the Canadian's channel. So leave your country in the, uh, in the comments. I would love to read that. Maria says, happy belated Thanksgiving, Brent. Yeah, and that's my name right down there, Brent. 
So we often will use that term belated if it's the day after. And we will use that with birthdays a lot. If you did not see that person on their birthday, you can say, hey, I didn't see you yesterday. Happy belated birthday. Happy belated birthday. Vietnam is in the house. I hope it's not too late in Vietnam. It's it pretty late, right? So let's talk about let's talk about um, Black Friday. Black Friday. I've never bought on Black Friday. Might want to change it. I've never bought. I've never bought anything on Black Friday. Comes from the U.S. and U.S. says business. So it must have been a good job from the advertising. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But Black Friday, the reason maybe you were just in Bob the Canadian's chat, he did it on colors. And the reason we call Black Friday, Black Friday, black means a company is making money. So if they are in the black, that company is making money. If they are in the red, they are losing money. So let's take a company like Nike. They make a lot of things, right? And I think their business is doing pretty well. So they're probably always in the black. But guess what? On Black Friday, every business is in the black because so many Americans are buying things. So everybody is making money on Black Friday. Now, right now, my son and my wife are out Black Friday shopping. I don't know if they will pick anything up. It's another way to say I'm not sure if they will buy anything. I'm not sure if they will pick anything up, but they are looking for deals. They are looking for sales. Some Americans will get up really early in the morning, like really early in the morning, 4 a.m., 3 a.m., because there are some sales that start really early in the morning. In the state that I live in, it is illegal for a store to open at midnight, but I think they can open at four or five o'clock in the morning. And often Thanksgiving and Black Friday go hand in hand, hand in hand. When two things are really closely related, we can say they go hand in hand. So a lot of times when you're talking about Canada and the United States, you know, those two countries go hand in hand. We get along really well. We share a border. We're very much, we have often the same kind of culture for the most part. United States and Canada go hand in hand. Well, Black Friday and Thanksgiving go hand in hand. 10 years ago, it was probably more popular. These days, I don't think Black Friday is as popular as it was 10 years ago. More people are shopping online. In fact, you may have heard of Walmart. It's one of the most popular stores in the United States. Walmart started having their Black Friday sales like last week. At one time, there was a big rush, lots of crowds to get into the stores on Black Friday. Not so much. I think a lot of people are staying home and making their purchases online. 
Look at this. Russia is in the house twice. Russia, what's going on? Olga, have I thanked you lately for becoming a member? If I haven't, thank you. Wait, Nightbot? Is, is Nightbot is, is Nightbot on? To, yeah, I made Maria. Maria's been with the channel for a while. We've spoken. I know Maria pretty well. She often uh, moderates the members' chats on Sunday mornings. So I thought, you know, she should probably be a moderator here. She's very fair. She's very fair, more fair than Nightbot. I need to get rid of Nightbot. Is Nightbot doing crazy things again? Uh-oh. Mary po you're always polite. Sorry that wasn't polite. Yeah, I'm sure you were polite. I'm I'm sure you were polite. All right, feel free leave some questions in the chat and I will answer them. I will answer them. All right. What what? I heard from the news that there was a 20% inflation in price in America. Do you think it will affect people's enthusiasm towards Black Friday? Ooh, I like that. Very nice English right there. Hey, India's in the house. Um, I think that the inflation rate is somewhere around there. People are saying 10 to 15%. I'm not sure if anyone is watching from Turkey, but I know the inflation rate in Turkey went up 33% in about 10 days. That is scary. What, what? I don't know. Um, a lot of people are getting raises at their jobs. They are making more money than they were just a few months ago. I think the government handed out more checks friend of mine said they got a $600 check from the government. So I think people have more money. It's just our money isn't worth as much as it was last year. So it will be interesting. Usually we have to wait a couple days and then the news will tell us, hey, the Black Friday numbers are up. More people have bought things this Black Friday than they did last Black Friday. Or maybe the numbers will be down. Numbers might be down. All right. Okay, Manuel, this is a great question. And a lot of times, I like to say the United States. This can get very complicated. Manuel, have I thanked you for becoming a channel member lately? Thank you, Manuel. When you say America... Are you talking about the USA? America is much more. Yes, this is why I like to say the United States, or I might say USA. It can get very tricky because when we say America in English, that can mean Canada. That can mean Mexico. That can mean El Salvador. That can mean Brazil. That can mean Argentina. Because in English, we have two continents, North, South America. Don't forget about Central America in there. So it is the United States of America. I do consider myself an American. But if you want to get really technical, if you're from Argentina, 
like Maria, guess what? She's an American too. She's a South American, but it's just, it's difficult in English because we are Americans. It's hard to call us anything else. So if you are from the United States, you're an American, but you know, in a way, Bob, the Canadian is an American too, because he's from North America. Now it can get really tricky in English. Hopefully in your language, you have a better way of talking about the United States and Americans and, but it gets very complicated. It gets very complicated. Look at this English right here. There are some really good English speakers right in here. Excuse me. My allergies are acting up today. I got a little, I got some sniffles. Inflation is reaching unprecedented levels all over the world. Unprecedented? It's a great word to know. It means never happened before. And Maria's English is very good. Yeah, Argentina is dealing with inflation. I know that. Oh, mode. Thanks, man. Hey, Cisco, live stream. You're here. Hey, have I thanked you for becoming a member? If I haven't, thank you so much. I don't know, Ram, Ram Art. What does modish mean? I don't know, to be honest. I don't know. We can't, we can look it up. Can't we? I don't know if that's a word, to be honest. Modish. Well, it, it says there's a definition here. Okay. I think this might be British, but I can, I can share it if you can. I think it's, I think it's British to be honest, but, um, you can see there modish modish. It means conforming to, or following what is currently popular and fashionable. Okay. Does that make any sense to you? Like all of those dictionary definitions, if you don't know English, they are no help. If you conform, if you conform to something conform, it means you follow it. So in the United States, we often like to think of ourselves as non-conforming. It means we do our own thing. We don't follow the herd. We don't follow the pack. We don't do what everybody else does. But I've never heard modish. And I am an English teacher. I've been an English teacher for 20 years. I've been speaking English for over 40 years. So if I don't know what modish means, eh, I don't know. You might, you might not want to use it. I think in the 1960s in England, I know the who, the group, the who, they were mods. I don't know if that's the same definition, but I might stay away from that just because I've, I've never heard it. I've never heard it. And so if you were talking to another native English speaker, they might think, well, what's modish? I don't know. I don't know what that means. All right, Rachel Wu, can you help me clear up goal, purpose, intention? I can try. They're all very, they're all very, very similar here. Um, you might have a goal of becoming fluent in English in five years. That might be your goal. So it's usually something in the future and you want to achieve it. You haven't done it yet, but your goal 
maybe as we get closer to the new year, your goal might be, hey, I'm not going to eat as much. That should be my goal after yesterday. A purpose is all it's it's a little bit different, but um so my goal might be to eat less. The purpose is why. Well, I want my pants to fit better. I want to lose some weight. That's the purpose. And the intention, the intention and purpose are very close. So what's your intention? That's it's to lose weight. Yeah. My pants are fitting a little tight. I want them to be a little more loose, loose, two O's right there. Loose. Hope that helps. Um, intention. This, this reminds me of, uh, I think it was in a movie, but, um, uh, a boy goes to a girl's house because he wants to take her out on a date. They have a date. And when he knocks on the door, the father answers and he says, what are your intentions with my daughter tonight? What, what do you plan to do with my daughter tonight? Well, sir, it's not what you think. Hmm. I am from tenor life teacher. I always say it when I come in your classes. What is, what is tenor life? No, Tenerife. I don't, what is that? Let me, let me look this up. Tenerife. Tenerife. An island. Oh my gosh. It's an island off of Spain. Is that where you're from? Let's take a look at some pictures. Oh my, are you really from there? Look at this. Let's share some pictures. Really? That's where you're from? I want to go. I want to, do you have an extra room? Do you have an extra room? I can stay with you for a little while. Manuel, come on. That's a beautiful place. My gosh. Brian's here. How are you? Yeah, I have today off. I am not working. It's a, it's a long holiday here in the United States. We had uh, I had Wednesday off. I did that live Thanksgiving lesson. Yesterday was Thanksgiving. Today, Friday. Who really wants to go back to work on a Friday? I don't have to go back to work until Monday. All right. What, what? Thanks for sharing. It sounds like it's not a matter for normal Americans. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. Hey, Ario, how are you? Well, Miss Maria, I mean, she's technically an American. She's from South America. So, I mean, I think she would identify as an Argentinian first, but if you want to get technical, she's from South America, South America. All right, looking through here for some more questions. Hey, fixing drives here. All right, Longman is one of the best dictionaries. All right, look at this, Mary Posa. Germany's in the house still. I don't have, oh, I was reading that. I thought that said I have a question. I don't have a question. It's more about some information. Since, oh, since Trump, geez. I don't want to get into politics here. Since Trump has finally been given the chop, we don't hear anything in the news about the USA. That's probably a good thing, right? The less you hear about the United States, it's probably a good thing. Yeah. Um, are there any important news besides the tragic event in Wisconsin? 
Yeah, not that I'm aware of. I try to stay away from the news. And I just used an English phrasal verb there. I try to stay away from the news. I don't participate in the news. I don't watch the news. I don't read the news very much. I try to stay away from sugar, but sugar always finds me because it tastes so good. So there is um, a bit of a story going on in Wisconsin. I know that somebody drove through a parade, another English phrasal verb there, drove through a parade um, and killed five or six people, injured many more. So yeah, definitely tragic news. It was a Thanksgiving parade. And when we talk about parade, it means a lot of people walk in the street. They might be playing instruments. They might be on a float. Let's see if I can uh, get a picture of a parade float. Call it a float. You may only know float as a verb. You know, you can float in the water, but float can be a noun. And there are some pictures there of a lot of parade floats. You might see some of these floats in a parade. Yeah. So a parade. I'm sure you have them in your country, a parade, but we do often have a Thanksgiving day parade. And in the lesson yesterday, I talked about the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Macy's is a pretty famous store here in the United States, and they sponsor this parade. And a lot of Americans family families watch that parade. Yeah, Brian, what happened in Wisconsin? I hope I hope I answered that one. Hope I answered that one. Good question. Good question. Oh gosh. Constantine, I might have to take a drink before I answer this one. Ballsy, what does that mean? Yeah, I got my drink here. Um, well, well, Constantine, since you asked and since you're a channel member, ballsy, it means you um, have a lot of guts. What does that mean? Um, it means you're brave. Ballsy actually comes from the um, testicles, testicles, Um you know, what guys have, this is not health class, but testicles, hopefully let's, let's look, let's get a picture up of what testicles are just in case. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> look it up on your own. But if, if somebody is ballsy, that's where it comes from is testicles. And it means like, you know, they're not afraid of anything. Um, man, it's going to start snowing here pretty soon. And often when it's snowing, I like to stay in the house. I don't get too crazy when I'm driving. I like to stay safe. I try not to be too ballsy when I'm driving out in the snow. It's just not safe. So sometimes ballsy can be brave. You're not afraid of anything. But sometimes it's almost like a little stupid too. If you do it, if you're a little too crazy, if you're a little too ballsy, yeah. So let's say there was somebody picking on you, right? They're, they're making fun of you. They're being mean to you and they're a lot bigger than you. If you stand up to them, another English phrasal verb, and you say, Hey, stop that. Or I'm going to punch you. That would be pretty ballsy to that, that bigger person. 
So I hope that helps. Uncomfortable question. I hope that helps. Mike, what's up with all the balls here today? Looks like there's another question about balls. Oh, never mind. I read that the wrong way. Bales. <laughs> big different. Big difference between bales and balls. All right. Let's move on past the balls. All right. Mode. But you never know what's going to come out of Mode's mouth here. Got He's a funny guy. Funny guy. He likes Seinfeld. Since we're talking about money and economy, could you explain what it means when a government bails out a business? Bails out a business. Um, if you're ever bailed out of something, it means you're saved. It means you're saved. So the banking industry in the United States and the housing industry in the United States, it kind of collapsed. It was having a really hard time back in 2008. So if a government bails out a business, it basically means they give them a lot of money. And the reason they would do that is because they think it would be helping the American people. For instance, I think Boeing, okay, they make airplanes. So they're pretty important when it comes to transportation, getting people from one place to another. And I think after the pandemic, Boeing had some trouble money-wise with money. And I think the government bailed Boeing out, I think. Hope that helps, Mode. Hope that helps. Bailed out. All right. All right, Rachel is asking about, do you think accent is important? My sound is not good. Could you please give me some advice to improve it? I'm happy to have joined your live stream. Hey, I'm happy you're, you're here too. Um, yeah, accent. The way I feel, now this is personal, but the way I feel is I love to hear somebody's accent. It um, makes me a little sad every time I hear a person who is learning English say they want to sound like an American or they want to sound like a Canadian or they want to sound like someone who is British. I say, keep your accent. I say, be understood. You want to be clear, but don't worry too much about the accent if people can understand you. So keep your accent, keep your accent. The only thing I can say to help you improve your accent is listen to a lot of native English speakers. That might be someone like Bob the Canadian. He's Canadian. We might have a slightly different accent. Even native English speakers have accents. I have a slightly different accent from Bob the Canadian. You can also listen to British English teachers. English with Lucy. I watch her quite often. I love the way she pronounces words. We have a different accent. So everyone has an accent when you speak. You just want to be understood. I hope that helps, Rachel. I hope that helps. Lots and lots of listening. And when you are ready to speak, that is when you should find a speaking partner. 
And I do want to do a video on finding a speaking partner. Some people have an easier time than others. Like if you're a native Spanish speaker or if you're a native Japanese speaker, you probably will have an easier time finding a speaking partner because a lot of English speakers are looking to learn Spanish or Japanese or French. If you speak uh, Lithuanian as a native English, uh, as an as a, as a native speaker, it might be a little more difficult, and you might have to pay for it or find a non-native English speaker to be your speaking partner. So, I do need to do a video for that. I have notes and everything. I just need to to make it. Hey, Constantine, you're welcome. You're welcome. Sunshine from Armenia. Good to see you in here. Good to see you. Is this me? Have I taken, uh, oh, have I taken, Modal, Model is asking, have I taken my third jab? Mm. That's a good question. That's, he, that's not, does anybody know what model means? Have I taken my third jab? I won't answer that quite yet because I want to see if anybody knows what that means. As a native English speaker, I know exactly what that means. That question is being asked a lot here in the United States, but it isn't straightforward English. Have you taken your third jab? Could be a, a, a small punch is a jab. Like I'm jabbing the screen right now. That's a little, little punch. That's a jab. But that's not what model means. What does what does model mean? Yes. Cisco. Exactly. The third the third shot, the booster shot, right? So when everybody got vaccinated, you probably had one or two shots depending on the brand. If you had Moderna, I think it was two shots. If you had Johnson and Johnson, it was just one. And now, as Cisco said, it's the booster. So as there are more variants, these um, drug companies are saying, well, you might need a little more protection. So get your booster. I have not gotten my third shot yet. I have not gotten the booster shot. And a booster shot, it happens with a lot of vaccines. It's just a, like a little extra. So you've gotten some protection. That protection might have worn off. It's not as strong as it once was. It might have worn off. So you need a little boost. You need a little boost. Um, little kids, if they can't sit at the table, you know, if they're too low, they might have a booster seat and a booster seat gets them a little bit higher on the table. So that's what it means. Oh, do you need a little boost? It's like a little, little pickup, a little pick me up. So I have not gotten my third shot yet. I'm waiting for all of the people who are older than me. Get it. My, my mother just got her booster shot. I think a week ago. And she said she got pretty sick for a day. She was very tired, had a little bit of a fever. 
So her body was a little bit hotter than normal. And then the next day, two days after the booster, she felt fine. So I haven't gotten mine yet. Uh, we do, and Mode says jab is British for shot. We actually will use that here in the United States every so often. Every so often. Look at this. Manual lives in a beautiful place off of Spain. Yes, teacher. I'm probably saying this wrong, right? Tenerife? I'll look up the pronunciation. Is my island. It's a famous holiday location for Brits, Germans, the Dutch, so on. Hmm. Oh. So it's a Spanish island, but you don't feel Spanish. That's awesome. It's awesome. I'm looking through now to see if uh, Alex is here. Welcome. Welcome. Uh, ballsy to have the balls, right? Easy, but not nice way to remember. Ah, it's up to you. It's up to you. All right. I have a question. How do you eat your popcorn? Salty, sweet, sweet, I guess. Um, my popcorn, salty or sweet. I love salt. I love salt. It's not good for you. It's not good for you, but I, I much rather have buttery, salty popcorn but we do have something we call kettle corn, kettle corn, and that is more sweet. My wife, Jamie, she loves kettle corn, kettle corn. Yeah, that's, that's often what we call the sweet popcorn, kettle corn. All right, here we go. Maria, Brent, I have a question. The other day, I read that the, the city of Detroit, the Detroit is in the state of Michigan. So the city of Detroit is full of stray dogs because of the social crisis that took place some years ago. I don't know when related to the car industries. I don't, I don't know about that. So Detroit is once famous for having a lot of car companies. So Ford, the Ford manufacturing company, or the manufacturing facility, the manufacturing plant, the place where they made Ford cars was really close to Detroit. Um, so I don't, it, it would make sense. A lot of people have left Detroit. And um, let's find some news here. It looks like if we go to Fox, Fox News out of Detroit, Detroit rescues say animal control has been asking residents to watch stray dogs. There's something messed up with that English there. Detroit rescues say, I don't like that headline right there. There is something wrong. Maybe the R should be capitalized. Because if it's the name of an organization, Detroit Rescue say, yeah, that's come on. There's something wrong with that English, I think, right there. But it does look like there was a stray dog in her neighborhood. The animal control officer apparently asked her family to keep the dog in their backyard and did not tell them when they might be back to get it. Well, uh, there is one story there, it looks like. A stray dog and they're like hey just, hey 
just put the dog in your backyard and just keep it there. We, we might come get it. Um, a lot of times, like my city has one and it's a, we call it an animal control officer, an animal control officer. I think there's only one in my city, but if there is a stray dog, and when we say stray dog, it's a dog that is just wandering the street. You don't know who the owner is. So you can call animal control. They, at one time, they were called the dog catcher. The dog catcher might come, bring it to the animal shelter, and then the owner will go to the animal shelter and pick up their animal, go there to get their animal. Uh, but I don't know. Money's tight. We got inflation. No, I don't know. I don't know. Is there a good eight mariposa? I'm glad. New word floats. You could, yeah, Cisco, you could say, hey, I don't consume the news anymore. If you consume something, like yesterday, I consumed a lot of food, means I brought it into my body. I took it into my body. If you consume the news, it sounds like you watch the news often. So yeah, you can, yeah, I don't consume the news anymore. It maybe isn't the most natural, but if you describe someone who watches the news a lot, you can say they consume it. So you can just say, I I don't watch the news anymore. But if you said, I don't consume the news anymore, it might tell that person at one time you were addicted to the news. You would watch the news way too much. And I think a lot of Americans during the election, the presidential election of 2020, I think we watched the news a little bit too much. All right, let me get a little drink here. So Maria said that a lot of people have left the place. Yeah, I bet that's what happened. So those car companies, they don't have their factories there anymore. They've moved them to other places where work is a little cheaper. I think they've, they might've moved them to South America or, or China, I think. So yeah, not as many Americans are making cars. It was too expensive for uh, Americans to work. They could find cheaper. It was cheaper to move the factory to another country, pay people less, and then pay to have the cars shipped to the United States. Audi the Thai. I teach a Brent. I'm from Thailand. Today's the first day you're here. Well, welcome. Welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. I do um I do these live streams. I try once a week or so. And you can just come in, listen, increase your English listening comprehension, and ask questions along the way. Yeah. That's what we do here. That's what we do here. What is this? Freddie Wolf from France. Scientists has discovered a new variant in South Africa. I hope that the vaccines will work. I saw this this morning. Now, I don't consume the news as often as I used to. This morning, though, I did see a new variant out of South Africa. You know, there are a lot of new variants, so I try not to worry too much. 
Hopefully the vaccines are working. If we need a booster, maybe get a booster. Hopefully life can get back to normal soon. Sam the Taiwanese is here. Welcome. Welcome. Sensei. Um, Often in English, when you talk about sensei, that is a teacher who teaches martial arts. So I'm definitely not a sensei. Definitely not a sensei, but I know what you mean. Um, Okay. Could you tell me the difference between hilarious and humorous? Thanks in advance. I would say they mean almost the same thing. They both mean very funny. I would say hilarious might be a little funnier than humorous. So if something is hilarious, you might belly laugh. Have you ever heard of the belly laugh in English? It's when you're laughing so hard, you have to hold your belly. It's really funny. So if something is humorous, it's pretty funny. If something is hilarious, it's really funny. Really funny. Hey, have I said hi to Ario from Indonesia? If not, how are you? Rachel, do you think how long we can speak a foreign language fluently? And if I practice English three hours per day, how long can I speak English clearly and fluently? Thank you so much. There are a lot of factors. There are a lot of factors. Three hours every day. If you love what you're doing, that's going to be huge. That's going to be really helpful. Now, if you are a native speaker of Italian or Spanish or Portuguese or French. Those are really closely related languages to English, German, a little bit, Dutch, Afrikaans, Swedish, Norwegian. Those are really similar to English. So you will probably learn more quickly than someone who speaks Vietnamese or Thai or Chinese, or Hindi, or Arabic, because a lot of those languages, they have a different script. They're written in a different way. The sentence structures are not the same. So it just depends on your native language, depends on um, your resources. It depends on the time you have. Three hours is a long day. Lots of listening lots of reading. When you're ready, get a speaking partner. I I don't dare say how long, but let's just say three years. It's maybe a little longer than you want to hear. Three years, three hours a day. You might be surprised. You might be a lot better than you think after two years. So try to set those goals, but set realistic goals so that you're not disappointed. So Rachel, I wish you the best. Lots of resources here. American English with this guy. Lots of other great YouTube teachers out there. Try to watch movies, television shows in English. Put those subtitles on. When you're ready, get rid of the subtitles. Ah, well, hey, if you say sensei, I know what you mean call the teachers sensei in Japan. That's awesome. That's awesome. 
I like I like the sound of that. That's for sure. I like I like being a sensei. That's for sure. Any more questions? Any more questions? I have some things I have to do today. I do want to be here just in case anybody has any questions. But my family, my immediate family, maybe that's a new term for you. My immediate family, so my my wife and my children, the four of us, we are doing our own Thanksgiving today. So we're making the food that we really like. I am making dressing. I, I talked about that in the live Thanksgiving lesson. I'm making dressing today and corn casserole. I talked about casserole in the other the live lesson I did a couple, couple days ago. And, uh, my wife, Jamie, she's going to be making chicken casserole and then we'll be eating some leftovers, but we have our own little Thanksgiving today, even though they're still out shopping, they're still out shopping, but I do have, I do have some things to do, but if hang on, but if there are more questions, I got a few more minutes. I can hang around. I can stick around. English phrasal verbs. Don't you love them? Don't you love them? Stick around. Hey, I'll stick around for a few more minutes. So if you're learning English, you say, oh, I know what a stick is. Yeah, I find them outside. They fall from trees. They're made out of wood. Okay, I know what a stick is. You're going to stick around. What does that mean? What does that mean? Yeah, it's English, right? Come on. I missed... I missed your question. Oh, about American dating culture, some games. Is it common dating culture in the game? I don't know. I've been married for 20 years. I don't know a lot about American dating culture. All I know is that I'm glad I don't have to date. That can be awkward, right? Whew, I don't know. Hey, Madi, Saudi Arabia is in the house. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving to you too. If you, uh, oh my gosh. So Maria is, um, wondering if I can do a lesson about insurance. Now I know in the U S my wife, she got a dog, right? A couple months ago, we actually have pet insurance, pet insurance. So if you need to take your pet to the veterinarian or if you need to take your pet to the vet there is insurance for that and we have health insurance we have life insurance we have house insurance we have car insurance that might be a good lesson maria that might be a good lesson angelo cutter is in the house cutter is in the house law welcome back welcome back it's been a long time since I participated in one of your lives. Am I right? I think it's been a little while, Law. Yeah, I remember you, though. I've been doing well. Hope you've been doing well, Law. Welcome back. Welcome back. Oh, gosh. This is a tough one, Sunshine. I actually, I do actually teach this to my students, Sunshine in my classroom. What's the difference between irony and sarcasm? We literally spend a couple weeks on (laughs) 
irony and sarcasm. But I'll give you a real quick, real quick rundown, okay? Real quick rundown. So irony is the exact opposite of what you think should happen. For instance, you know a firehouse? That's where firefighters stay. The fire trucks are there. They are the people that fight fires. Well, they have a kitchen there because the men and women who have to fight fires, they have to live there for a little while, you know, while they're working, waiting for a fire. What if one of the firefighters, while they were cooking dinner, they actually started a fire and the firehouse was on fire? That's irony. That's irony. It's the exact opposite of what you think should happen. It's ironic. That's the adjective we use. Um, I am a reading teacher. Thankfully, my kids are good readers, my own kids. But as a reading teacher, if my kids were the worst readers in their class, that would be ironic. That would be irony. Let me get to sarcasm here in a minute, but it looks like, looks like Angelo, where is it? Angelo dropped Angelo. Angelo. Thank you so much. Got a little something here for you. Thank you so much. That really helps out. Oh, thank you so much for the super chat. Come on, Angelo. It's so nice of you, Cutter. And I know Angelo is busy. He works a lot with numbers. Thank you so much. That really means a lot. Thank you. Hope hope all is well in Cutter. Getting ready for the uh, World Cup here, right? Cutter. Yeah, Angelo has shared some pictures of the stadium being built over in Cutter. I'm sure it's done now, right? Awesome. All right, so sarcasm. Sarcasm. I'm wearing a sweatshirt today. And maybe you hate my sweatshirt. But what you could say is the opposite of what you mean. For instance, maybe you hate my sweatshirt. But you could say, oh, hey, nice sweatshirt. You know, you're almost laughing when you say it. That's sarcasm. So when you say something, you actually mean the opposite. A few weeks ago, I got a haircut. And as you can tell, I'm going bald. I don't have a lot of hair up there. But somebody could say, hey, (laughs) nice haircut. Nice hairline, buddy. You know, often sarcasm is mean. And they like mean the exact, like your hairline is where your hair starts and your, your scalp or your forehead ends. So you go, Hey, nice hairline, buddy. What do you mean? Don't look at my hair. Don't look at my lack of hair. Or if somebody is really big, really big, their nickname might be tiny. So that would be some irony. It's the exact opposite. So irony, sarcasm, very tough. I hope I did a good job of explaining that to you in about, what, two minutes? Usually it it takes much, much longer to do that. Uh, Constantine says the main difference is that sarcasm makes someone sound stupid. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's say somebody took an English test 
and they bombed it. They did very poorly on it. They didn't do well. You can say, hey, nice job on that test, buddy. Nice job on that test. Oh, that's so mean. So mean. Yeah, I try not to be sarcastic, but, you know, eh, sometimes it happens. All right, what, what? About the dating culture in America. Middle school students, those are the students that I teach. That's the age that I teach. They're 12, 13, 14 years old. Are allowed to fall in love with each other, right? Will parents interfere? I mean, it depends. It depends on the parents. Um, Some parents are fine with it. And some parents say, hey, wait a little while. So it just depends on the parents. It depends on the students. It depends if the students tell the parents. So it's complicated. It's complicated. Angelo, again, thanks, man. Thanks so much for that. Super chat, super chat. Yeah, in Wisconsin. And um, so Mary Poser from Germany says, I know that a lot of Germans immigrated to Wisconsin. What about Maine? Are there more Spanish people or Italian? Any Germans? Yeah, um, there's actually a state in the United States called Pennsylvania. And there are some people there called the Pennsylvania Dutch. And you think, oh, oh, they're from the Netherlands, Dutch. No, we got it wrong. It's actually Deutsch. So Pennsylvania, Western Pennsylvania also has a lot of Germans in Wisconsin. Wisconsin is known for their cheese and their sausages. So much like, uh, much like Germany. Yeah. So yeah, nicely done. So right now in Maine, um, the older generations, I talked about generations in the live lesson for Thanksgiving. So the older generations, those are people, my parents age. So they might be 60 or 70. And if my grandparents age, if they're still alive, like their eighties or nineties, they would be probably French. In my state of Maine, a lot of people came down from Canada, French speakers from Canada. They were originally from France. So they we had a lot of French speakers in Maine, but unfortunately they are dying. But about 10, 15, 20 years ago, there are a lot of Somalis in my part of Maine. So people who have come from Somalia, we also have a small portion from Angola. And so they're actually Portuguese speakers at my school and at my wife's school. So Somalia, uh, South Sudan, there are a lot of students from South Sudan, Angola. One of my students is originally from China. So there's a nice little mix in my part of Maine. Nice little mix. All right. Freddie Wolf says most Germans speak English very well, but French are far behind. Really? Hmm. And I would argue, you know, in my opinion, French is a little closer to English than German. 
even though English is a Germanic language, it has been heavily influenced by the French language. So interesting, interesting. German scares me it's with all of the cases. Like, at least French doesn't have the cases. And um, if you are going to learn a foreign language in the United States, the military or the government has put the languages into different classes. So French is in the easiest class for English learners to learn along with Italian, Portuguese, but German is in another class. I think they call it a class two. It might be the only language in class two, the German, um, because of the cases, just something we don't have in English. Looking through the chat. Yeah, uh, Mary Posa, I'm not sure why so many people from Sudan, Angola, and Somalia, but I do believe it is people leaving their countries because of war. So if you look Sudan, South Sudan, they there has been a war there, a civil war at one time. And then Somalia has also been at war, a civil war there. So um, Angola, I don't think has been war-torn. I don't think has been war-torn. Oh, law. I know everybody is busy, right? Everybody is busy these days. Everybody is busy. I just got an alert. Constantine became a new member. Welcome. Got a little something for you here. New member. Make sure you check the members tab for the Discord, the members chat, and the bonus videos. So, Constantine, I'm not sure. Have you been... Have you been a member before? I know that we do have another member named Constantine, but if you, if this is your first time being a member and you didn't hear my little introduction, make sure you check the members tab because there is a private discord there. We are in there chatting all the time. Sunday mornings, there are a private discord chat. Maria is often in there moderating. Lots of people show up, use an English phrasal verb. Luke is in there. Meg is in there. A lot of people I'm forgetting. Amina, I think she has to work today, but she's in there quite a bit. Madi's in there sometimes when he's not too busy. Angelo's in there sometimes when he's not too busy. Everybody's busy, right? Everybody's busy. Educational fans, how are you? Sam. Sam's not in there too often. He has been in there before, but Mega's in there. Rachel. Yeah. I hope you, um, I hope the, the English goes well for you. There you go. New goal to improve your English effectively. Yes. You're welcome. Yep. I hope, I hope it happens for you and it will English learning. English is hard. Learning any language is hard. And it really makes me upset when I see YouTube teachers. None of the ones that I follow do this, but Hey, learn English in 30 days. No, no, no. You can say hi and bye. How are you? But you can't actually learn English in 30 days. It takes years, right? You probably know better than I do, but two years, 
three years, the more, if you just have learning English as your lifelong goal, if you say to yourself, guess what? I'm going to start learning English and I'm never going to stop. That's just for the rest of my life. I am going to learn English and guess what? You will do just fine. Just fine. Constantine again. Thanks for becoming a member. According to the statistics, there are over 9,000 students so far. Hmm. Not sure what that is about, but that is a lot of students. That is a lot of students. LF says English is a mixture of Latin, Germanic, and French, which is also a Latin language. In fact, English is more or less 50% Latin. Yeah, good call. It is from that French influence that when I think in 1066, the French army invaded England, and guess what? English really switched from a purely Germanic language to exactly what LF said. So, which is why learning Italian hasn't been too, too hard. This morning, I looked at Arabic. I really did. I looked at Arabic. I'm like, so I know Mahdi speaks Arabic like Mahdi. Nicely done, man. I have spoken to Mahdi. Mahdi's English is very good. Arabic, it's so different from English. Jeez. Jeez. Adi the tie. Hey, got a little something for you. New member. Make sure you check the members tab for the Discord, the members chat, and the bonus videos. I've looked at Ty a little bit too. Ty, not easy. I love the script though. I love the way the Thai language is written. And one day, I hope to visit Thailand. One of my favorite YouTubers, Harold Balder. I think he actually knows Thai, but he's done a whole series on Thailand. My gosh, is that country beautiful or what? Yeah, so the same oddly, oddy, oddy. I will get to know you. Check us out. Go over to the members tab. You can see that now since you're a member. Lots of members videos. Check out that members tab. There will be a link to the Discord server. And then you can chat with us. I'll probably be chatting in there a little bit today. So, Audie, the Thai, welcome. You might be the first Thai member. Maybe. Maybe. Look at that. Angelo, never stop learning. Never stop learning. That way, if you miss a day, maybe you're just too busy and you miss a day, you don't feel as bad because you say to yourself, oh, I'm not trying to learn English in a year. I'm trying to learn English for the rest of my life. So you don't want to miss too many days in a row, but a day here or there as long as the goal is to learn English eventually, you got this. You got this. Look at this. Saudi Arabians are the best. Mahdi. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't know Angelo lived in Saudi Arabia for 13 years. I would love to visit Saudi Arabia as well. Another one of my favorite YouTubers. His name is Peter Santanello. He's an American. Um, he visited 
all over Saudi Arabia. My gosh, beautiful country, beautiful country. Adi, I look forward to getting to know you in the Discord server. Hello, Jaya, how are you? English is a language which is easy at the beginning. Yeah, you could you could say both. English is a language that is easy at the beginning, but if you want to get deeper into the language, it gets really difficult. Yeah, as a German speaker, I bet that is true. I have good news for those people who speak French, Italian, Portuguese. The harder the language gets, the easier it will be for you because so many of our um, technical language, the language we use for science and, and medicine, it does come from the Latin. And so the harder the language gets, the more you will recognize those Latin roots that we share. So, yeah, look at this. I, you know, I think one day I will be able to visit Saudi Arabia. I watched a video this morning where somebody visited Baghdad, Iraq. It looked beautiful. I checked the flights for Baghdad just, just for fun. And it was like $500 to fly round trip to Baghdad. So I think Saudi Arabia, I can get there, right? Um, why am I forgetting the capital of Saudi Arabia? Come on, Riyadh, Riyadh. Yeah, I would love to visit Riyadh. Maybe go up into the mountains, Saudi Arabia. Um, hello there. Are there any opportunities? Is there any opportunity for international students from Pakistan to get into a U.S. university with scholarships? Is there anyone who can help out with that? Um, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I know for... People who live here in the United States, it's super expensive to study. It is getting way too expensive. But I'm sure with a Google search, um, you could find some organizations, some scholarships. Yeah. What is this? <laughs> Absolutely. Love it. Absolutely. All right. Hello, teacher. I'm Turkish. Welcome. Welcome. Mahatbaha. Is that how you say hello in Turkish? Mahatbaha. It's probably not. I'm trying. What should I do to learn American English? Do you have any proposal for improvement of my language? For example, TV series. Mm. I say, you know, lots and lots of listening. I have hundreds of hours of listening on my channel. Check out other YouTube English teachers. But a series... I would say whatever you are into in Turkish, try to find something from an American television. You said American English. So try to find an American television show that you really like, that will really be interesting to you. Maybe start out with the English subtitles. I think watching the show in English, this is what I do for my Italian. Watch the show in English have the English subtitles on there, maybe watch it more than once. But the great thing about a series is that you get to understand who the characters are, what the situation is. So um, 
what's a I don't watch a lot of TV. I still love Friends. I will watch Friends. Um, maybe something like The Simpsons. That might be a good one. Um, some people love Big Bang Theory. Some people like Modern Family. I think if you look back through my channel, I do have some lessons with, I think The Simpsons, Big Bang Theory, and Modern Family. So, ah, I would love to visit Kazakhstan. Almaty, I would love to visit there. I've seen a couple YouTubers who have visited the mountains just outside of Almaty. And um, I believe there's uh, in Almaty, there's all this Italian marble, right? There's, it's a really white, white city, the structures. I would love to visit. I would love to visit. All right. Well, I can fly into Riyadh and then I'll come find you. I'll come find you. Saudi Arabia. I probably shouldn't go in the summer, right? Maybe this time of year. I'm always teaching in the winter though. All right, Manuel, how are you? Rio. I hope it's getting warm there in Rio. Not too warm though. I'd like to know the difference about talk someone into doing something and hook someone in, into doing something and how often do you hear someone using it? I would say if you want to get someone to do something, maybe there is a party on Friday night. You want your friend to come. They don't want to come. But all week, you kind of beg them. You ask them, hey, come on. This party is going to be so fun. Don't you want to go? No, I'm just going to stay home. The next day, come on. come on, Hey, you, you know who else is going to be there? Maybe you say another friend. And then when you get them to go, you, you talk them into doing it. Now, hook someone on to something. It could be something like that happens more than once. So let's say fishing. A lot of people like to fish where I'm from, you know, go out there with the rod and reel it in. Well, maybe I have a friend who doesn't like fishing, but maybe I take them fishing one day and they really love it. They become addicted to it. They say, Ooh, I can't wait until we go fishing again. Well, I've hooked my friend on fishing. They love it now. So if you talk someone into doing something, it's like usually a one-time thing. But if you hook somebody into something, it means they have a new hobby. Hope that helps. Hope that helps. Um, do I speak Portuguese, LF? No, I don't. Um, obrigado. I know that. Um, bueno tarde, I think is good afternoon, but no, I don't speak Portuguese one day, one day, hopefully. And that's why I wanted to start with Italian. I took some French, but I've been studying Italian for almost two and a half years. And I think once I learn Italian, Spanish will be easier then maybe Portuguese and then maybe French. So <laughs> thank you, my dog. Hey, you're welcome. You're, you're welcome. 
All right. Power of the mind. Thanks a whole bunch, Brent. Taking a look at my comments. Oh, no way. You live in Almaty? Yeah, I've seen some YouTubers. Oh, yeah. It looks like an amazing city. It really does. I would love to visit. Um, Dog. Ario. Dog is just like friend, buddy, pal. What's up, dog? What's up, dog? Yeah, you can say that. If someone's a good friend, say, what's up, dog? What's up, dog? Hey, you know what? I, um, I love hanging out here. Teaching English makes me think that uh, what little I'm doing here is helping you learn English. But my family just came home. We got to get to cooking. We got some cooking to do. So I want to thank everybody. Hey, Law, glad you're back. LF, thanks for joining here. Madi, thanks for being a member. Madi's been a member for a long time. Adi, I will see you sometime, hopefully in the Discord, right? Come on, Thailand, Thailand. We have a Thai restaurant in my town. Gosh, so good. I hope it's like real Thai food. A lot of times in the United States, like Chinese food, we have Chinese food restaurants, but I don't think it's anything like the food they eat in China. I think it's more like um, just sugar, salt, and not very healthy. We like to make things unhealthy here in the United States. Ario, hope you're all doing well. Brock, hey, what's that? Give me another proposal for a second language, maybe French. I don't know what's your what's your um. I don't know. English is is good. What's your native language? Russian is going to be very different from English. Spanish and French will be more closely related. All right. Thank you all. Cisco, thank you for becoming a member. I'll see you in the Discord soon. Angelo, thank you so much for the super chat. It's always a good time to be here. We've gone a little over an hour, but I had a lot of fun. I hope you did too. I'm out of here. I will see you soon though. Adios amigos.